The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. You're listening to the Informed Traveler Radio Show, and we start our Halloween-themed show this week, talking with the author of the book Ghostland, an American history in haunted places. He's Colin Dickey. He joins us now. Hi, Colin. Hey, thanks for having me on. Well, uh, I think that uh, it seems that everyone seems to like a good ghost story. So what inspired you to uh, write about ghosts and ghostland and haunted places? Um, so I grew up in, a, in uh, San Jose, California, in the Bay Area, outside of uh, San Francisco. Um, and, uh, and San Jose is known, in addition for being sort of the birthplace of Silicon Valley, for it's also known for the, the Winchester Mystery House, which I grew up a few miles from. Um, and I just fell in love with this place as a kid. And what it is, uh, it is a 161-room Victorian mansion that, that is sprawls out like a mansion, or uh, like a labyrinth. It mm-hmm. sprawls out every direction without any real rhyme or reason. And the, the story, when you, when you take the tour, is that um, the, it was built by Sarah Winchester, who was the daughter-in-law of the guy who invented the Winchester rifle. Um, and so she got very wealthy, but she lost her, her infant daughter. Um, infant daughter died when she was you know, a few weeks old, and then uh, subsequently Sarah Winchester's husband died of tuberculosis. And the, the story that you get is that uh, she became convinced her family was cursed and that she was being haunted by anyone who'd ever been killed by a Winchester rifle and built this house basically to keep these ghosts at bay and, and sort of purposely created a, a labyrinth to keep them at bay. And, uh, you know, I always loved that story. And, I you know, mm-hmm. when I started researching it as an adult, I, I you know, actually reading up on the history, I found out that some of that story wasn't entirely quite accurate. And I got really fascinated with this, um, you know, not just, you know, haunted houses in general, but, but why some houses feel more haunted than others and why we tell some stories about ghosts and not others. And I got really interested in, in trying to understand the meaning behind some of those stories and, and the fascination with some of those places. I've heard of the Winchester House. I've never been there. But, uh, yeah, it's just bizarre, like the stairwells that lead to nowhere and all kinds of weird yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it is a... You know, it's somewhat of a tourist trap. It's a little overpriced, but it is worth it nonetheless because it is such a beautiful and strange house, and it's like no building you'll find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it really is a magical and unsettling place. So what is it about ghost stories that people love, and, and they love to visit and be scared, and <laughs> I guess scared to a certain degree, I suppose, right? Yeah, I mean, sure, everybody loves being scared. I, I think with, with haunted houses and, you know, old haunted hotels and stuff like that, I think a lot of it is also this this sense when you're in a place that, um, you know, if you walk into an old hotel, you know, an old house, you feel, you know, this kind of indescribable sense of, of history of the past, you know, that, that the house just has, has this this kind of almost memory about it. And I say that, I mean, whether or not you actually believe in ghosts, I think, you know, even if you are... A 100% skeptic, you can still be sort of tuned into the kind of way that a that an old building will kind of impress its its memory and its history on mm-hmm. you. And I think that you know, for a lot of us, ghost stories are a way to engage with that you know the kind of the the living memory of inanimate objects like a like a house or a or a prison or an old asylum. And I th- I found that really fascinating. I think that's 
that's a lot of what really drives us towards these old places. I think so. Is there one place uh, when you're researching the book and writing the book that stands out that really spooked you the most? Well, certainly I spent a lot of time um, in um, haunted, or, you know, supposedly haunted, uh, prisons and asylums. You know, there's a place in, in West Virginia in a town called Moundsville, which is named after a, a, a giant Native American burial mound, um, you know, about, I don't know, I think it's about 50 feet high or something like that. And across the street from it is this, this prison that's built like a castle fortress. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's an old, cramped prison sort of designed to make the inmates feel melancholic and depressed you know almost the you know the architecture is almost part of the punishment <laughs> and um you know and over years it became really overcrowded there was a lot of uh you know mistreatment there were riots and um and so it it, it really does have this kind of kind of bad juju about it and you know i mean you could take tours now but it it feels it feels not good to be in that place and you know places like that i think were were, were kind of disturbing to watch mm-hmm. And, and like you mentioned, a lot of them do become tourist destinations, don't they? Yeah, well, and in some cases, you know, this is how a place, uh, you know, stays alive. I mean, you know, Moundsville, the penitentiary was closed down by a Supreme Court order, and then the state basically said to the town, you know, uh, we, don't, we don't want this anymore, it's yours. And, of course, the town, you know, couldn't afford to tear it down. I mean, this thing is made out of, like, solid stone and rock, and so... You know, they, pretty much the only thing they could do was, was, you know, give tours and haunted tours and let ghost hunters in as, just as a way of sort of getting enough revenue to keep it from, you know, sort of becoming this blight upon the town. Mm-hmm. So can you use your book as a bit of a tour, like a guide to, to visit uh, haunted and ghostly places? Well, I, you know, I certainly did. I tried to um, kind of spread out. You know, I focused in the, the United States and I, I didn't get to Canada, mm-hmm. unfortunately. You know, I tried to cover as much of the country as I could, but I, you know, I didn't want it to be an encyclopedia, so I tried to pick those stories that I felt had something really specific and unique about them. But, you know, I managed to get about uh, 20 states out of the 50 states, and, you know, from coast to coast, from Salem, Massachusetts to Los Angeles and Portland, Oregon and Louisiana. So, I, you know, I think I did okay. Well, it does sound like a fun read. It's called Ghostland and American History in Haunted Places. Uh, you can order it right off your website, colindickey.com. Uh, that's probably the best way to go is, is just buy right off your website, right? Sure, that'd be great. Yeah, our local bookstore should have it too, yeah. Great. Well, it's a pleasure chatting with you, Colin. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.